Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hello, all, and welcome to another Sunday Q&A. Uh, today we're in the garden, because it's a nice day. It's too nice a day to be stuck indoors. It's not that warm. But it's sunny, it's nice. So, And as opposed to having Steve in the background, the wooden man, instead we have Janik. The green, 15 foot tall ivy man, which I decided to grow one day when my daughter's wings started to get covered in ivy and I thought they looked like legs. Um, right, I'm going to start off while I say thank you. Um, I did that video about the house. I was in two minds of whether to do it or not. I really didn't want to come across flash, and um, I didn't know how to be received. I might be, you know, you kind of think you're going, oh, you think you are, like, but no, everybody's been very, very kind. And yes, thank you very much. It is the home. It is the, it is the home that my daughter grew up in, and I, we do love it. And I do, I am incredibly lucky to have it. Also, some great advice as well, particularly from um, C11 Yan, from him, who has has led me to the. Pointing me to the fact that you can now get lifetime mortgages, which means my wife might actually get her wish to be taken out of here in a box. And if it means me working to do the rest of my days, I'll do it. Don't mind. You know, sorry, I kind of like what I do, you know? So, what else can I do? Enjoy the garden. That wouldn't be too bad. I like my garden. Uh, right. Also, um, yeah. I want to draw your attention to a guy. One of the guys who did turn around, there's a guy out there called uh, Nick James. And he said, great story, mate. He said, he said, I'm not sure I could live on the edge like that. I choose the route of buying a cheap place in France at 50 and retiring without a single debt. Single debt. We're all different. Um, firstly, Nick, mate, you was a racing driver. <laughs> Don't tell me I'm not sure I could live on the edge. I'm not sure that I could live driving a car around a track at 200 miles an hour, knowing that any stage I could crash into a barrier and die. 56 is my limit. Um, also, the guy's got his own YouTube channel, and he is the original Sunday Q&A. I nicked my idea off of him. I mean, he's, I said this to him. I said, thank you. He said, trust me, there are loads of people that are doing Sunday Q&A. But without Nick there would have been no Sunday Q&A. So if you can, I'm going to do a link to his channel. Please check him out. He's this crazy old rocker. He lives in France. Nice geezer. And if you can subscribe, please subscribe. I mean, you don't have to watch him all the time, but everybody, us YouTubers, we love a subscriber. If you haven't subscribed to me, please subscribe. But um, check this guy out. Nice guy. And like I say, I owe him for the Sunday Q&A. So please check him out. Nick James. I'll do a link. Nick. Horns up. <laughs> That's his life. Anyhow, uh, what we got this week? So, um, Luton or truck? So this has gone on really. It's like, which one should you have? Should you have Luton? Should you have truck? There are pros and cons of both. I like trucks. I drive a truck, so I'd be crazy if I didn't, you know, sort of. Oh, by the way, I'm going to split this into two because otherwise it rambles. Like, and it takes so long to upload it to YouTube now. On a Saturday afternoon, if you upload it, sometimes it can take almost a day. It's all, I think last Sunday morning I checked it, it still hadn't done, whether it's to do with like my broadband speed or their upload speed, but I'm just going to do it in two. So you're going to get off on Monday as well. Sorry about that. Um, right, Luton or truck. Uh, domain name guy says, um, agencies are starting to advertise on job websites and... Um, 
they're paying around for seven and a half ton, eleven pound ish per hour, and class two, twelve pound ish per hour. Apparently, I mean, Ian Twice America said this. I think there is a shortage of truck drivers out there. We're still getting them. You know, we've well, we've got to, and um, we kind of. Um, one of them wasn't sure if he was going to stay with us or not. So we, 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 we put the advert out there. And you do get the phone calls. So they are out there. But at the same time, it strikes me you could do an awful lot worse, you know. Um, Van on the run says, um, he said, I've not given up completely. I'm moving to a truck myself. It wouldn't be until 2023 um, at the earliest, though. He said, what is the minimum length needed for an 18-ton loaded bed in your view? The trucks dictate themselves. You'll see it on eBay. It doesn't really matter the size. You'll see them on eBay, and you'll go, that's the one. Um, but as a general rule of thumb, I think with a 7.5 tonne, you want a 6-metre bed, and with an 18 tonne, you want a 7-metre bed. You know, bigger can be better, but at the same time, it, there's a pros and cons to everything. There'll be areas you can't get into because you're too long. Uh, but, yeah, I, I think that's about right. He said, I'm thinking it needs to be seven metres plus in order to get 14 UK pallets in. You can get 14. I think you can get, I get 10 on my seven and a half tonne. You can get 14 on the um, 18 tonnes. The truth of the matter is I can get 12 on my seven and a half tonne, but you've got the problem of the pallet truck. And because you want to be running with a tail lift and a pallet truck, you kind of give yourself two over the end. Having said that, you can get the pallet truck off onto the tail lift, load the 14 pallets on, and then get the pallet truck slammed in at the back underneath the pallet and you should still have enough space to close the doors it can be done or get the fork truck driver to take the pallet truck off load the 14 pallets on if you can and then put the pallet truck on top when you're finished and then it's for a strap over here or not so there are ways um he says also what load area what, what was the minimum height you would say I'm, I'm, yeah this is another one with seven and a half tons come in handy because they've got smaller wheels my height through my curtain is 2.7 2.47 I've almost got two and a half metres from my curtain, and I sometimes get loads because I am short sticking it on on a, a six axle, which is going to cost you a lot more money. You you can put it on mine. I think with the others they've got about two twenty three a curtain, which is enough. It should be plenty enough for most jobs you're going to do. So, um, and he said I've seen that most eighteen tons weigh around eight tons unladen, um, so that you carry around ten tons. I'll be honest, I don't know that one. I really should. Um, very rarely. Do, uh, do I see a job where I think it might be overloaded? You know, with me, you know, you've got to watch it. Two and a half ton, it's very easy. If you, if, you know, I could, like I say, I could take 10 pallets standing in my head. 10 pallets coat weighs 10 ton. But it, when you can take 10 ton, you've got, you know, if you're going to put, yeah, it's very rare. Don't be getting me wrong, you've got to be vigilant. They could load you full of steel. You could go like that, you have a skyrocket. But, um, but it's not so much, but that's another advantage of being in an 18 ton. You know, the fear of overloading is massively reduced. Um, and I'll probably get a load of people telling me why I'm wrong on that one, but please do, because everything's an education. I've also, by the way, thank you very much for all your help on the one I did about a walk round. It's now become very apparent that my walk round is, even though it's my lorry, woefully inadequate. <laughs> I, even, I even had a mention from my cousin Darren. Hello, Darren. You don't even drive a truck. You work for a car, though, you drive a van. But I love my cousin, he's great. Um, but what I'm going to do with that one is I've kept all your comments to one side. I'm going to do a supplementary on the walk-round check. But first of all, I'm going to take on board everything you said, and I'm going to improve my walk-round check. And then I'm going to do another one, like, you know, the Mark II, because my walk-round check is clearly not enough. Thanks for the heads up. 
No one wants a tug from the DVSA going, mm, did you did you check the nuts this morning? What did you check them with? Uh, whoops, I've got markers on the back, but I haven't got markers on the front. I should get markers. No. Um, right. A. Barton, still on Luton van or truck. Um, he said, I did 20 years on an HGV and I bought a van seven years ago. Best thing I've ever done and I wish I'd done it sooner. Got a night hitter fitted in the van. I got a gas stove with a kettle. He loves it. Everybody's different. You do you. Just do you be happy. That's the that's score. Be fine. Uh, Steve Campbell. Um, he's up to chapter three of his book called An Idiot Inside. Steve, when it comes out, give us a shout. We'll give you a plug. Um, I had my diesel nicked while parked on Thursday. I shouldn't laugh. That's not funny. Uh, parked on Thursday night um, on the A43, just up the road from Chevrolet Services. Had an easy day on Friday. Milton Kings, M&S, uh, straight up to Washington. Dropped the trader on home because he's up, he lives up that way. He said, I miss, dri- I miss van driving, but I'm enjoying a new job at the minute. Um, I've been asked what truck um, he's going to have. Oh, then there also there's an emission zone. This is another one that's come up. Bath has an emission zone. Why Bath? I don't know. Um, I think Birmingham has, and London obviously has. Man- Manchester, I think he's getting one. Um, the Newcastle one, according to Steve, has been cancelled. Anybody know anything about emission zones coming to an area near you? Give me a shout so I can give everybody a heads up because it's the kind of thing we want to know about. Um, he said, I don't get paid for break where I am now. This is another thing about am I on break, aren't I on break? And uh, it is a big issue. If you as a shipper don't pay your drivers to be on break, they're not going to put it on break. Not unless they really have to, which means that you're very, you know, which can drag out your working day and overtime. But having said that, I mean, Godzilla's will come to it later. There are areas where you are on break and you are not on break. Um, He says, I find a killer. He says, I find waiting is a killer, but I'm getting paid good money. The waiting is the worst bit. In lorries, the waiting is the worst bit. And you just want to get going. And it doesn't matter that they're paying you to sit there. Sitting there, it's just you sit there watching your life ever away. It's awful. So, I mean, admittedly, I've got the computer, I can get the book out, I make videos. But find something constructive during my time. But if I didn't, I, I met a guy once, actually, he was on a door, he was learning to play ukulele. I thought he could do worse. He's sitting there bang, 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 um, Steve at STD Services says he's having a bit of a moan about weights after going on about 18 tonnes of what they can carry and all that. He says, um, called, a, called in a place last week, picked up four printers, four printer pallets, um, asked the way he said they said it's about a ton mate and so I took them um, I thought I was going to burn my clutch out a couple of days later in the same area got asked to do the same job um, so I asked him to weigh them As, uh, the gaffer would come out he wasn't happy he said um, it turns out each one of his pallets weighed 350 kilos each so he had 1,400 kilos on his van. He said my, my van carries 1,100 kilos here's my weight certificate he said, he said, I said I'll take three but you send another van in for the other one. The bloke wasn't happy. But he said, you know, but you've got to be wise because if you pick them up, if you get pulled over, it's your neck on the block. You're, you can't turn around and go, oh, they told me it was a ton. The only thing you can do is if you think it's overweight, you can drive to, you can legally drive to the nearest weigh bridge. And if you weigh in too heavy, you can drive it back again. Now that will stand if you're in Dunstable and you drive to a weigh bridge which is in Luton. You can go, that's the nearest one. If you're in Dunstable and you say, I'm driving to my nearest way bridge and you're near Liverpool, that won't wash. So you do have to find the nearest one and go to it, but you can do that. The best thing to do is to try and avoid the whole thing altogether if you can, but it is a fear, you know? So um, 
Godzilla says, right, we go on that brakes thing I said about earlier on. He said, I must have missed a video. He said, my two pennyth worth brakes. Um, a brake is where you're free to do what you like within the designated and earned brake time. That's your basic legal standpoint. You're free to do as you please, as it's your time. If, however, you're on site, you're unable to leave that site to do what you wish, then, sir, you are not on brake. Because you are controlled by circumstance, and therefore it's other work. Um, that other work is to be available to leave when you decide and complete the day's task. You're on standby. So anywhere that doesn't pay me for a break doesn't get my, doesn't get me on their seat. Which is a fair point, as I said earlier on. If, you, if you're not paying for breaks, um, then for three quarters of an hour of your day can disappear. Like you know, Or you just make sure that every time you're on a door, that's other work. And this seems to be the, the thing. If you're an owner-driver, if you're on a door, you want it on break because it extends your working day. You can get out there and you can restart your next job with all your driving hours cleared. If you're an employee, you want it on other work, particularly if you're not getting paid for break because you're, otherwise you're sitting on site for someone else, wasting your day, and you're not even getting paid for it. That doesn't make any sense. But I think the, the, the break, other work thing, I think you're right. I think really by rights, if you're on site, on a bay, it should be other work. Whether you could explain it away by saying, I'm doing my hobby in the cab while I'm here, utilising my time, I don't know. There's a bridge I will hopefully never have to cross. We'll see. Um, Mark Evenson says, uh, Pete, I was driving class one. He said, I would prefer to drive your size of vehicle as a paddle jumper. This is it. I've never heard this before. I've, I've even Googled it. I don't know why. Apparently, this is, I, like, I keep saying all the way through, I'm learning all the way through this. Seven and a half tons are called paddle jumpers. And I don't know if you guys know, I mean, I do write books. On, I'm, I've nearly finished my third one at the moment. The second one I didn't publish, I didn't like it. Um, and the first one's out there as it is. But... I suddenly had this idea, two things that done it. Firstly, the fact that seven and a half tons are called puddle jumpers. And the other one is I delivered on a multi-drop. You know, I did that video on it on um, my day on the CX, was it tough? And um, I was delivering some laminate flooring to a residential address. So I've, you know, opened up the back doors, unfolded the towel lift, got it up. And as I'm, you know, you're wheeling the pallet truck and the towel's going out, there's this kid at the window like this. Absolute kids and lorries, boys, love them. I've done it before when I was on the market and I had a tail lift, and they, they just look at you, you. You say, "Do you want to go? Come on, you have a go. Go up and down." They would ride that tail lift for the next four hours, just up and down, up and down. And I'm thinking, what about a great, great kids' book, Pete and the Puddle Jumper, the story of a, a, a young man. Well, not obviously in the book, he'd be a young man, uh, and his baby lorry and the adventures they have together. People bought Postman Pat and Thomas the Tank Engine. I'm just got to write them and then learn how to draw the cartoons. I think I'll get someone else to draw the cartoons. You've seen my drawings? Um, my wife can draw. I can't draw. Um, right, Puddle Jumper. It says, also, Pete, when you get your Class 2, 100% go for your Class 1. If you ever get fed up with the courier business, you've always got it to fall back on. He says, now, I understand you will have your, well, you have your Class 2, but and they, I like the idea of just having a Class 1 license. I want it all. I want Class 2, Class 1, then motorbike. I did my CBT back in the day. I fell off and still passed. How that happened, I don't know. Get a Daz so that you can drive all the motorbikes. Then I'll learn to fly a plane and maybe a helicopter. Why not? <laughs> you know, it's an adventure, isn't it? So, or maybe I'll just get the Class 2 and we'll see where I go. Oh, this, just one at a time, eh? <laughs> one problem at a time. Um, uh, Ian Merritt with two eyes. Uh, thanks for shout out, P. Uh, this week I've been mostly looking at the van membership of the Road Haulage Association. He says, but he thinks that thirty-seven pounds sixty-two a month is not worth having. Um, 
if you're tendering for contracts with a view of scaling up. In other news, Ronnie Barker study, um, I'm seriously thinking of doing my class one. Why? Seven, 76,000 HG driver, HGV driver shortage and climbing in the UK, and two EU national drivers may have gone back to their own country. So, you know, it does strike me there could be a shortage of drivers at the moment. Don't quote me, I don't know if there is. Um, like I say, you could do worse. Um, and finally, Van on the Run says, interested in OP, what is the going rate for seven half tonne or an 18 tonne? Um, to an end user, on a seven and a half ton, you're um, looking at about 500 quid, maybe up to six. On the exchange, you're looking at around about 400 quid. The day rate I did on, on the um, the multi-drop, I got four and a half for. I have had people want me on a day rate of a seven and a half ton before at 300 pound. Say no. You can get nearly that for one job going just over 100 miles. You just don't need the grief all day long. It's just, you know, don't get me wrong, there are people out there on the on, on the exchange that are running for like, um, we've seen them, that are quoting 150, 120 a mile in a, class, in, in a seven and a half ton, under quoting. You get that money in the Luton van. You just have to wait for their jobs to sell to them. And then when they've run out of them, they'll come to you. So they might be getting jobs quicker, but they, I would say you'd be looking at around about, Say two pound fifty mile, either in the seven and a half ton or the eighteen ton, roundabout more for the eighteen ton, slightly less, but around about that one, and about four hundred pound on a day rate of five hundred pound on um, an eighteen ton. That's what we work on. Other people might be different. That's what we work on. So right, that's that one now. Right, we also did. Um, have you ever quoted too high a price and won the job? Right, Longfinger says. Big Beardy tells the truth, you won't say a bad word about it. Right. You've got to ask me the right question. I just responded to the question for the guy who turned around and said, have you ever overquoted a job and won it? And yes, I have. In fact, I didn't even do the best one because I forgot the best one. The best one, I haven't been driving a truck that long. I'm very mindful. also when I did the video. This has been going across, I'll give you about three examples across three years. It doesn't happen often. Mostly if you overquote, you just don't win. But... Um, uh, the, the three examples, two of them, when I was driving a van, so it was a little while ago. But there was one in the lorry that I forgot, where I'd, I'd, got up, I'd either got it on the night before, or I got up early, and I'd got up to, um, I think, Birmingham or somewhere like that. And um, a job pings up, and it's going like Birmingham to, it was West London somewhere, when I could drive into West London without the zone. And I did the, the, the 250 a mile thing, it was like 100 miles. So I said to the guy, um, I went, yeah, I'll do that job for you. I said, I did, my price is 250 quid. And he said, 350 quid? Sounds good to me. I'm like, did he just say three? I thought, should I? Should I? No. So I sat there and waited for the job to ping through, and sure enough, it came through 350 quid. <laughs> well done, sir. It does happen. It doesn't happen often. It does happen. Um, the other thing that I, I will do, though, in the interest of like um, transparency, is um, I did that one. You know, I, was, I went out for a drink actually uh, last night uh, because we can now drink out in pods and all that kind of stuff. And my mate Ben was there, and he was the guy. You, he's, he's in I don't know TV or something like that. And um, he was the one that actually said when I started recording these videos for YouTube, it was kind of his idea because I was doing this stuff for the guy on the radio, and he said you should turn that into a YouTube thing. And he said people would like to see. Um, like a week in the life, like to share your, his words were to share your journey. And I went, who's interested in my life? 
<laughs> Who wants to? What do you do? I drove a truck around, picked up some pallets, dropped off some pallets. He said, no, he said they'd be interested. So what I might do is every Friday, I'll just give you the rundown. You know, what this week on the CX, you know, the other bob are doing it. I'm not going to video me driving down the road to music. That's just boring. But I'll give you a roundup, how the week went, what was good, what was bad. Give it your straight. You do what you like, you know. So, anyway, uh, Dave Crosby says, he says, he he's, he's, takes the opposite view. He says, Pete, you're a diamond. He says, you offer so much advice to new drivers. As you say, you've never missold, uh, missold anybody. Wouldn't mind owning a Ferrari, never mind a truck. Don't quite know what that was about. Uh, please keep posting, and uh, thanks to you. Mate, my pleasure. And I'm not going anywhere. Don't worry about it. Uh, Chris C says, um, when we're talking about well, how high you're going to quote for an error, this is good advice. Because if you are going to quote, I mean, Al's done this before, and he's quoted a small van, loot of money, but he was in Norwich, and he said to the guy, he said, mate, he said, I've just checked the map. I'm the only one in a 50-mile radius. So you've either got to pay me my loot and van money to take this small van box back to Barton, or it ain't moving. It's staying there, and a the guy went, I'll take it. So, you know, that is, it's important to know how many vehicles are around you as well. He says, um... If you're the only thing around, you can probably get away with quoting more. This is true. You've got the thing on your app. You can check to see what drivers are available in your area. It's worth giving it a look. Uh, Van on a run. He says, I totally agree. Um, Pete, every job has its price. I regularly get jobs with a speculative punt, even in these quiet times. I've done um, long, short wheelbase jobs for close to a pound a mile, etc. Same as now. You know, small van jobs. Going distance, you can still get a pound a mile if you're lucky. You have to be with, with, in it to win it, and sometimes the price isn't what gets you the job. Always worth a punt. You're going to always drop the price. Go in high. The only thing you don't want to do is go in high, and then the job sells to someone else, and then you go, ah, I missed it. But again, this kind of that you've got to work that one out for yourself, you know. So, uh, CW Logistics says, I was in Gloucester one evening tramping uh, for the night. Um, and a job came through the morning. Uh, one of the COVID jobs pinging up from going into London. I didn't really want it. Again, if you don't want it, quote them an offer that you can't refuse. Quote them high, and then if you win it, you think, okay, I didn't want to do it, but for that money, I'll do it. You know. Um, as I had to come, as I had to, so he's from Gloucester, so he's got he had to come back. Um, I quoted him ninety p a mile both ways. He's quoted him ninety p for the return journey, so the miles there and the miles back. He said I got the job two minutes later. Happy days. It happens. It doesn't happen often, but it happens. Um, C11, yeah, my mate who told me about a mortgage. Cheers, mate. Um, he says, um, I got £190 to go 190 miles. Perfect backload for me from Chester to London. Covid test again. Friday evening. Just looked at it and thought, no one else is going to want to do this. They're not. By Friday evening, everybody's nearly at home. They're not suddenly going to think, oh, I know what I'll do. I'm going to drive 200 miles in the opposite direction. But if you're there... And you'll get, particularly if you're going that way. Again, times, I've done that before. You look at a job and you think, they're going to struggle to shift that. To find what the final, final lorry in this area at that time is going over there, they are going to struggle to shift that. And that's when you're going high. Um, and Tesco Trent Derby, like that name. He says wise words. He said, if I want, uh, if I want it, I quote lower. 
I'm not fussed. Um, if I'm not fussed, goes higher and round it off to suit myself. That's absolutely a side of thing. So, uh, right, I'm going to call it a day there because I want to upload this one, so I'll do the next one. So I'll do the next one for you tomorrow. Um, and the final word, actually, is because I did do one on the walk round check, which was woefully inadequate. And the other thing to point out, as Paul Davis says, remember to check, you know, as well as doing oil, tyres, air pressures, indicators, mirrors, glass. Also remember to check that you drop properly and your top isn't inside out. Because mine was. What a clown. So, anyhow... Hope you're well. Enjoy your Sunday. I'll bang the second half out tomorrow. Take care. Take money. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.